Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep card. Garrison Hurst, stiff farm going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Gruden, Walgren, Bill Belichick were all students of Bill Walsh. Don't ever forget. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the 49er Faithful UK Show. Tonight I'm once again joined by Naji Carroll. Good evening. Gareth Ellis. Hello. And Paul Hope. Hello everyone. I need to mix those names up just to catch us out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I definitely need definitely to do that. Say hello, no matter what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gareth Ellis and then a French accent. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're in week four. This is the Seahawks preview. Um, for many in the group, it's a it's a rivalry game. Um, I say this every year. It's not, not particularly a rivalry game for me. Um, the Rams is, um, but not the Seahawks. Um, so the Seahawks one and two. The they haven't really um, started like they, they normally do. They look as though they're beatable. Obviously, we haven't been that good, but we are two and one. And the only game we've lost, we lost with the last second field goal by two points. So, I mean, it's it's understandable that we are the favourites. We're three-point favourites. The over-under is 52. So what we're going to do, we're going to do the same as we did um, in the last preview show. We're going to start off with predictions. Uh, but we, before we start off with those predictions, I do take um, suggestions to uh, to mind. I, I do look at those and think, yeah, we'll give that a go and we'll see what uh, happens. So Martin Hughes, just for you, we have some predictions selection music. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I went with the Sam Spence feel, NFL films. I managed to get a, a royalty-free download, so this is it. So with that said, let's crack on with the predictions. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it easy for you this week. So I've had a good thing about this, so I'm gonna go first. Okay. I think it's gonna be a fairly close game. Um, I think we're going to go over the over, and I think it's going to be a Niners 31-27 win. That's nice. 31. Yeah, okay. Who's second? Go on, Neji. Ah, come on. Right, I'm going to put my neck out, I think, this week. I have a good feeling. I think the, the team is a little pissed about um, the last game, uh, and I had I did predict that the Seahawks were a really bad team this year, so I think I'm going to predict a 35-15 to 15 win. Mm, nice. Gareth? Uh, at the risk of, of copying Lee, I think mine is ever so slightly different at a 30-27 overtime win for the Niners. Oh, overtime. Great. <laughs> <laughs> More not breathing for a while. Last but not least, Paul. Yeah, well, I've wrestled with this all day, lads, and I've been torn. I'm going Niners win. I'll keep the shots. I know we want to keep the episode short tonight. I'm on Nadji's piece of paper. I'm more optimistic, and I'm going to go 31-21. Obviously, we'll talk about why I believe that as we get into the show. Yeah. So I'm glad that we've all gone for wins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think any of us has pressed the panic button just yet um, because we were poor on, in one game against the reigning MVP. So, yeah, yeah. I, and we I were think, seconds away from winning. Let's, let's not, and, you know. And, and we fought 
fought our way through a 17-point deficit. Um, it's our Levi again. You know, I think, as I said in, in earlier, I think the team is a little mad. Uh, the way the game went on, on Sunday night on national TV in front of everybody, and I think everybody's going to want to redeem themselves. And, and I think that's going to start with Kyle. Uh, I don't think he particularly called a very clever game, and I think he, he usually kind of take that to heart and bounce back. So I think our offense is going to be quite a lot more efficient, and it really helps us uh, that their defense is ranked 31st. Uh, so almost the worst defense in the league. Uh, I'm guessing the Jags are behind, um, which is really a pulling company. But yeah, I can I can see Sermon going on going off on one in this one, and and George, even though. Um, despite us not finding injury report, he looks like he hasn't practiced. I'm sure he'll, he'll play and he'll be 100%, uh, at least heart in it. Um, Paul, do you think our offense can, you know, score points in the first half? That'd be nice, right? Well, like you said, we need to do better than Adji. She yeah. seriously can't do any worse. I mean, the last two games, I think we've combined for, what, one first down and about 40 yards of offence. So I'm hopeful that we're going to get back. Like you said, I'm, I'm hoping that after re-watching the Packers game, I don't think we played as bad as what we first thought. When when you watch it back, the Packers just were better than us. And I think the offensive line, like you said, have got, are going to come out. Alex Mack didn't have a great game. Um, Jimmy, I'm a bit concerned about the press conference earlier in the week. I thought we might talk about that, knowing Jimmy kind of thrown Kyle under the bus a little bit with the whole... I just run the play that I'm given. And you think, really? Um, you know, it's, it's, he's in his last year with us, possibly. Career contract renewal for another team. Surely he's got to look better. But I was confident, but Kittle might not be playing Sunday, like you've just said, Nadji. So, but we've still I got Debo. We've still got Ayuk. Yeah. Like, so we need to establish the running game. We, <sighs> I'm ever the optimist. I've got to this stage of the week, unlike Lee. Seahawks one's a big one for me. This is my big rivalry. Since got into the NFL, the Seahawks have always seemed to own us. They always seem to come away with a crushing victory. And I'm determined after the bad week that I've had. Got to have some good news this week. <laughs> got to have some good news. What about you, Gareth? Where, where are you thinking the game's going to be won and lost? I think it's going to be a, a, a tight game. We've We've got to get going a bit more and... Seattle's defense is giving up yards and points, so I'm hopeful we can get going. They always seem to bring their A game down to Levi's. Russell Wilson sure. always seems to kind of enjoy himself, um, so that's why I think it's going to be a tight game. That's why I think it's going to be potentially overtime. We've we've been there uh, before with the Seahawks in the in the recent recent past. But I just I just want to see an improvement from the team for us to start just looking a little bit more or a little bit less disjointed, get a bit of a momentum going, even if we get stopped in the red zone and and settle for field goals, just that idea that we can move the ball every time that we get a possession um, and that the defense is, is going to make things at least difficult for Wilson Lockett and, and Tyler. That's what I'm really hoping for. Um, it's it's way too early. It's week four for a must-win game, but I think this is as close as it gets in week four. Uh, it does, isn't it? My, yeah, my concern is 
potentially it's more of a must-win game for the Seahawks because if they drop to one and three, um, and and somebody at the end of Sunday in our division is going to be four and zero oh with the uh, with the Rams and Cardinals facing off as well. Uh, it's I'm hopeful that we can do it. I've heard I think some good things from uh, Nick Bosa talking about players meetings at the beginning of the week where a lot of players seems to have stood up and said, I need to play better. Um, they don't have that sort of finger pointing attitude that you, you might see elsewhere around the league. Um, and I'm hoping those guys, you know, get fired up for the game and go, this is the Seahawks at home. We we need to be better. And this is week four. We're going to be a quarter of the way almost through uh, through the season. This is where the good teams start to win all together. And if we want to be a good team, we've got to start pulling it all together. What do you think, Lee? So the the first three games of the season has knocked my confidence somewhat um, from the play on both both sides of the ball for us. We, we just don't look the same type of team. I, the, the seems to be something missing. I, I, I don't know what it is. Um, so it's a strange one. And the Seahawks is always, well, it's not always a good, uh, a close game. Sometimes they do blow us out. Um, so I, I wasn't going to get carried away with the game. In fact, I've, I've re-evaluated the whole season and I think it'll surprise you to know, I think we maybe is only going to go 19-1 and one now. <laughs> I mean, it has knocked my confidence a bit. <laughs> what a shame. But, but back to the Seahawks. <laughs> so the thing that worries us about the Seahawks is Russell, Russell Wilson has pretty much had our number since he ended the league. So he's 15-4 and four against us. He's got the, we are his best record. He hasn't got a better record against any other team. And um, he's never, ever lost three straight games since he entered the league. Wow. And if we win on Sunday night, this will be the first time that'll he's ever be, done that. So, yeah, he's never lost back-to-back, Lee, so something's got to give. I yeah, Russell's you're right. Gone, Jimmy's record's right. gone. Very good point. So I can see Russell Wilson being being motivated not that I need to be any more motivated because he hasn't particularly played badly looking at the Seahawks I've gone over the games in 40 just to find out how they've been playing and they seem to turn up big in the first half and then just completely disappear in the second half Um, I'm I'm not exactly sure what's going on I I don't know if it's basically they've gone in half time and they're not making any adjustments whatsoever or basically resting on the laurels of the first half but their second half performances this season look really poor. Yeah. So it's interesting because I, I think the, the stats are something like they score four times as many points in the first half as what they do in the second half. So that's going to be telling on Sunday night, especially in Levi Stadium, with a full stadium back in there, the noise, the atmosphere, and the fact that, as you said, we coming off a defeat that, I wouldn't have said it was an embarrassing defeat, but it was a defeat that left a, a bit of a bitter taste in the mouth. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So there's all these different things that are playing into this game. Um, I'm, I'm sure the players see this as a rivalry because oh yeah, it, it's in the division. Um, obviously, fans can have a different view on what that looks like depending on how long you've followed them. You, you tend to get ingrained with it. And I must admit, I mean, over, over the last few years, I have started to look at the Seahawks as a rivalry or more in the case of I just don't like them. Let's beat them, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I haven't said that. I mean, I've, I've, I've got the utmost respect for Cheaty Pete, his fitness levels. Um, I've yeah. said that before. He, he's full of energy for his age. 
Um, but yeah, I, I think there's something just not quite right about the Seahawks. I, I think there's been rumours the last couple of seasons. Russell yeah, Wilson but... is definitely not happy. Um, they talked about it on Good Morning Football this week. And um, they, they were actually suggesting that potentially before the trade deadline in October, you might actually see somebody trade for Russell Wilson and him leave. So that would yeah. be interesting. Um, but that, that's what I was getting at. I think... I think the the Seahawks are in a point in their franchise after you know after the legend of boom and dominating for the last what ten years or so, and you know us playing in in NFC Championship almost back to back. I think it's time for them. I think they're they're at that crossroads where, I mean, Russell Wilson might go and there'll be a completely rebuilding team from there on, which I'm not sure how they're going to do it because they don't have any picks, but. Um, it, it just feels like it, doesn't it? And if if they, we can, you know, do what I predicted, which is hand them a beat down, I think this could, you know, make our division a whole lot easier <laughs> for the next five years. And, and you know, Gareth touched on it, you touched on it, Lee. This game isn't just, oh, it's just week four and it doesn't matter because it's, it's early October and really the season starts, you know, what they say, you know, the season starts at Thanksgiving. But... If we go three and one, and the Cardinals, the Ram will be three and one, and 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 you know somebody will be four, and, you know we're still one game behind where we'll be at the top, and we'll be two games ahead of the Seahawks, and that's just if if we lose, it's two and two, two and two, four and zero, oh and three and one, and then we're two games behind whoever's at the top, because ultimately I don't really care about the Seahawks, I want to win the division, and that means you know staying close with the Rams until we can beat them or the Cardinals. Both, both of those teams I think are very good this year. Uh, so far, anyway. Um, so, I, to me, this game feels like it's a little more than just a week for... There's quite a lot riding on it. Um, you know, in terms of franchise history and franchise... As you say, like we were 15 and something against Russell Wilson. I think it's time to you know change that, turn it around and come to Levi and and have a comfortable game for once. And I think our offense can do it. If their defense is terrible, which they are, they're going to bring Jamal Adams down into the box. That means Debo, Ayuk, and, and George are going to be wide open on the back end. As long as Jimmy's got a good game in him, and I think, as you said, Paul, he doesn't lose twice in a row, and he'll be motivated to do that. I think I think we can do it. Now, my concern, um, I'll pass it over to you, Gareth, is... <laughs> We have it's no like, cornerbacks, and we're playing Russell Wilson. That's a bit of a problem. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, he always seems to have a, a, a bit of a field day, doesn't he? Um, yeah. It's certainly going to be an area that they are going to target. It's almost like the, the same. that The Seattle secondary isn't uh, you know, that, that good, but can Jimmy match... Russell in terms of attacking it and attacking its weak spots I think we need to make sure that we've got the the run game going and and attack that defensive front with the run game and make sure that we can do that I can see us being able to you know stop the Seahawks as we've done put them in third and ten and then they'll just complete those 20-30 yard passes uh, something that we seem to, to sometimes struggle to do I just hope that whoever we might have at corner uh, brings their A game because they're, they're going to need to and they're going to need to get better support from the pass rush 
Um, and it's not just Nick Bosa. The other guys have, have got to start making some some plays and putting some pressure on as well. What do you think, Paul? Yeah, no, you're right. Obviously, Lee's touched upon it on previous shows. As much as we say we hate the Seahawks, can't help but respect Russell Wilson. I think Shanahan's hinted at Lenar playing in the slot, Nadji, and possibly mm. Kirkpatrick starting on the outside. But well, we're saying we're saying Buster Screen, which was crying Screen. I think it's Screen. Um, just depends if he's we, up to speed or not, though, doesn't it? You know, yeah, but I think he's a good player, which I think is a great signing. He's a, he's a difference maker. I've always liked seeing him play in the league. He's, he's that kind of guy that that, that makes plays. Um, you've you've heard his name before watching a game, which is something you want. Oh, definitely, um, especially I don't. Yeah, you're right. I, I I'm not sure I'll be up to speed just yet, but we might. He might just have to play, <laughs> regardless, considering all of our corners are going away. At least well, um, uh, Patrick's got that experience of Russell Wilson. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'd expect uh, Ryan's, he knows he's facing a high-powered offence. He knows what Wilson can do. I'd expect us to send five after the QB, possible man coverage behind it. Like you said, it depends on the corner. And, you know, I've watched the coaches film on Game Pass this week. The amount of holds on Borsa, again, has given Mm -hmm. me a bit of confidence. I was surprised to hear that Borsa had never sacked Wilson. And I was like, oh, you just assume. So Nick Boss was like, he's one I want to add to my list. And like you were saying, <laughs> Nadji, we need, to, you know, Shanahan two and six since 2017 against the Seahawks. And I'm not going to make the mistake this week of underestimating the Seahawks defense because we saw the bad. We need Jimmy to be at his best. And we yep. just need to see, like Lee said, reevaluating going along. It made me chuckle, Lee, because I was listening to one of the podcasts earlier. They were saying, oh, nobody would have expected the 49ers to go 20 and all. And I was like, they clearly haven't listened to our show. Then yeah, I saw there. that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just highly optimistic. I didn't realistically think we'd go 20 and all. Um, but yeah, I saw that. I found that amusing as well. Um, so Sunday's game, for me, I'm going to disagree with you a little bit, Paul, about um, whether or not Jimmy can step up and make the difference against Russell Wilson. I don't think it's going to be down to Jimmy. I think it's going to be down to the injury status of Elijah Mitchell. I think we missed him quite a bit against the uh, the Green Bay Packers. And I think that's going to be the difference. If we can get our run game going with somebody that Kyle trusts to to do the full breadth of the playbook as far as the running players are concerned, then I think we've got a very good chance. Not not just a very good chance of winning, but a very good chance of actually coming up with a decent-sized margin win this time. And just slap the stupid out the Seahawks. That's what I'd like to see. And I think it's all going to rest on our run game. Um, as far as Jimmy's concerned, if, if I can't remember if it was Gareth or Paul mentioned about Jimmy having to make that throw. I don't think Jimmy has to make that throw. I, I think Shanahan has to call that throw. Because as Jimmy's mentioned during the week in the press conference, he just does the players that come in. He's not really looking around there. He does read the defence. He he does have to make that throw. But what I mean is, if Shanahan can scheme the receivers open, Jimmy's going to get them the ball. He'll do it. He'll do what's asked of him. He's not asked to win a game by himself. He's not asked to stand at the line of scrimmage and look around and actually change players. The type of thing that Peyton Manning used to do, absolutely excellent. Excellent. He, he was fantastic at doing that, at recognising it, and, and he was a head coach on the field. We have to be realistic. We don't have that. 
Jimmy's definitely not that, but Jimmy does what's asked of him. And he does it quite well as well. I, I have to say that. He does have some mad moments and some poor passes every single game, which I just wish he could get rid of and have, have this one perfect game just to build his own confidence. But yeah, I don't think it's going to be on Jimmy's shoulders. I think it's definitely going to be on who's available on the day so that we can actually play the game that we do play. You think Cannon yeah. will get a bit more if Mitchell's I hope there? Because so. I know he, 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 that kickoff return was excellent with his speed, wasn't it? And I think we're missing Mostart speed. I think yeah. we need the running game to get established. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely earned the right to, to have a go, right? Um, but that's why I think, I said in my in my prediction, I think Sermon might benefit from that because what I saw, what I saw from, from him running um, and f- from reading about the Seahawks' defense, they don't really like... I mean, Derek Henry taught them and then Madison last week taught them. And this, this is just all run up the middle. That's what they do. You know, it's power stuff. And I think somebody like, a bit bigger like Sermon and uh, if, we, if, if we skim some... Some good runs up the middle, or with George blocking. Um, it, it, I think there's a chance our run game elevates uh, because it has been pretty poor, and I'm sure they. I mean, everything goes from here, and then, and then we can see Jimmy doing all of these bootlegs and, you know, play action, and then that that just opens up so much for us. But if Mitchell is back, and I, it looks like he might because he practiced limited. Um, it's a massive change. I think it, I'm even more confident that we'll score a lot of points on them. We just need to, you know, we score we've, we score 30 points in two games and playing, you know, one half. I, we just need to, wouldn't it be nice to just first drive of the, of the game, just go down, put seven points and never look back mm. and just be comfortable. Yeah. Just one. Well, have an easy night, is, uh, have, have an easy night would be quite <laughs> nice. Just for once. Uh, it's at nine o'clock as well, so I can, Finally, watch a kickoff, <laughs> which I haven't been able to uh, this year. But yeah. So Sunday's game, the thing I'm hoping for most on Sunday is that George Kittle manages to get a touchdown because yeah. he's played six times against the Seahawks and hasn't managed that once. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. Ooh, crazy. Yeah, it, it is a crazy stat. He's yeah. another stat which will make you feel warm and fuzzy inside. Debo Samuel has only played twice against the Seahawks, and in both of those games, he's had over 100 yards. Yes, please. Yeah, 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 definitely. More of that, please, for sure. Uh, It's a bit of a window that Lee said that they start quick first half, and the last two games we've started terrible first half. So (laughs) let's hope something changes in our favour for once. I mean, on it. It has to anyway, whether would you play the Seahawks or anybody. If you can't start games ten ten to nothing or seventeen to nothing and a half, that's that's not a sustainable way to just win games reliably throughout seventeen weeks, you know. So yeah. I, I'm sure I'm sure the lads will know by then. I think we play better when we're ahead than yeah, chasing. We, it, maybe it's the same for a lot of teams, but um yeah, we we, we need to get some momentum I think early in the game and, and set things up we see we seem to have had two games now where where Shanahan's had to reach into his playbook and, and find stuff that works in the second half and, and fair play between him and the players they've managed to get it done um, but it's also indicative of 
of not being able to get it done in the first half. And that's unusual. We've, we've usually, from what I can remember without any real scientific evidence behind it, I, we always seem to do quite well on the first possession, that scripted yeah. first possession. I, I seem to remember we were always seem to get some points or, or at least move the ball and, and, and set up a run game. And, and it's, it's been disappointing and surprising to see it fail two weeks in a row. And I don't think we can let that stretch to three weeks in a row. Let's see, we've got, Kyle's got as well that, that four from one call from last week and I'm hoping he's going to get into his bag of tricks this week. And like you said, Lee, we don't need Jimmy to put the team on his shoulders but we need him to make some of those, you know, the wide open targets we've talked about and yeah. moving the chains. And like Nadji said, a little bit more razzmatazz, for want of a better word. Let's mix it up. Are we going to run this play? Are we going to throw, get the play action? I am hoping for a big week from Debo. He does seem to have come into his own this season. So long may that continue. I just hope it doesn't come down to Russell Wilson scrambling around in the last second and pulling like an Aaron Rodgers-style throw yeah. and thinking, really? Yeah, we don't, <laughs> we don't have Dre to, to stop them at the one-yard line, do we? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let's but not do like, that. Like you said, though, Lee, like, you know, you think of the Seahawks, you think of that, you think of that play Nadji's just talked about and I'd love to see Levi's rocking after a, a really good performance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Especially against the Seahawks as well, it would be it would be really good. Yeah, so, because we're playing the Cardinals next week. We can't, you know, we can't go two and two. And if they win against the Rams, it's just going to be, you know, uphill battle. And the Seahawks have got the Rams, haven't they? So like the division yeah. is going to be next two weeks. Yeah. Like talk about NFC West, wowzers. Yeah, it could either be pretty much sorted or completely yeah. muddied. Yeah. We need to win. We can't we can't drop games to whoever wins against the Rams and Cardinals. I'm impressed that we've got this far in and there's been no QB controversy. I would hope I'm speaking for everyone thinking Jimmy's gonna be the starter. When oh, I expect yeah, 100%. Trey to be hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, I agree until, with Nagy. And and until the offense goes completely dysfunctional and we're losing games, we won't see Trey. Unless, you know, here and there, the same way we, we have seen so far. Just giving him a player there just so he can see what the NFL speed is. That's what we want. You know, we want to groom him slowly. And when he comes in, he'll be ready to go. Ready to go and not. I mean, just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm seeing a start as a rookie starting quarterback first three weeks. It's 1 and 10, 11 touchdown, 19 interception, and 39 sacks. It's, we don't want that. <laughs> we try. Mm. No matter how much no, no you don't, but you, don't get don't forget that there is value in that. There is value in that. I mean, oh, I don't no, know 100%. If you, yeah, I don't, I don't know if you saw last night's ball. game, but Trevor Lawrence looked a lot better last night than what he's looked he the previous three weeks. And you can oh, see yeah, it, sure. it's just starting to click a little bit with him. He's getting used to the speed. And some of the throws he was making was good. Some of the decisions he was making was good as well. And to be honest, I mean, they weren't that far off getting the win. Um, so no, he, he has but, grown over the four games, but Trevor Lawrence is a lot different to Trey Lance. That's exactly what I was going yeah. to say. That we're talking about Trevor Lawrence here, yeah, exactly. which you know it, the guy has has won ninety game before he lost his four game in the NFL. So you know, a little bit different caliber. And I'm not saying Trey can't be that, but I think Trevor is going to be something special. It's just uh, you know Peyton Manning threw thirty picks in his first year. 
and uh, look where he is now. Yeah. So. Retired. But, so is, that <laughs> yeah. is, that, is that the headline then? Trey's going to be better than Peyton Manning, Naji. I like that. Oh, I, I, yeah. That's, 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 that's a tough one. Different QBs, so it'll be difficult. But um, let's hope so. Let's oh, hope yeah, so. definitely. On the last pod, I felt I was possibly on reflection, perhaps a little bit, a little bit harsh on on Jimmy. There's been quite a bit of analysis during the week, and it's it, it's why he's so polarising because you can easily look at him as as having a good mm. game, a few poor decisions, or a poor game with a few good drives, and yeah. and they're, they're equally valid. I just it's the frustration. I just want to see Jimmy not make those couple of of silly mistakes that when you lose they become the centre point and, and the blame. Um, yeah. he, his ceiling doesn't need to be better. He just needs to avoid that occasional uh, stupid cool. decision. Or, or, yeah, or it needs to be more consistent. Well. Yeah, yeah. But I, 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 I summarise that. I, I agree that I, I don't want to see Lance necessarily uh, uh, starting. But, you know, I, w- I would like to see him getting perhaps three to five snaps a game, give teams something to think about. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, agree I think the problem well. for Jimmy Gareth is, like you said last week, obviously the first half was terrible, but you can't help but compare like that last drive from Rodgers. Like you said, we've had time to reflect. That's the beauty of doing these pods and re-watched it back and Rodgers was just Rodgers. <laughs> that, yeah, like I said, yeah. Maddie, that throw over Fred Warner. I mean, Warner is so yeah. close to getting it. And you think that's the problem. Like like you said, Gareth, Jimmy is polarising. You know, 49ers QB. There's a lot more people than us talking about it. And you know what, I just... Paul? You, you make a very good point there. So, sorry for interrupting, but you make no, a very no, good sorry, point yeah, there. That's the point. I like so, it. So that, that, that emphasises exactly how people view Jimmy and how people view Aaron Rodgers. So Aaron Rodgers made that fantastic throw, which just dipped over Fred Warner into uh, Devonta Adams' arms, um, and that was a great throw. Had Jimmy have done that, I can guarantee you, Half the 49er fan base would have been turned around and said, oh, well, he was nearly intercepted there. He was very lucky with that throw. <laughs> See, yeah, he, he just can't it's win. True. That's what we said yeah, last week. He can't win. If he does good stuff, he, he just can't win. It's perception, isn't it? It's, you know, second-round pick. He was Brady's successor, and everybody just expects him to be a lot better than he is. And yeah, and then it's, really hard, five it's really hard to readjust, isn't it? Rodgers has got so much in the bank where he's pulled out those throws and made them work. Yeah. And unfortunately, yeah. Jimmy's got so much in those banks where he's pulled out those throws and they failed. Yep. So that's that's where I think some of the perception comes from. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Right. Do you have any more points to pull out of this game on Sunday night? Or have we exhausted it at all? No. Let's just beat them. Please, just yeah. an easy game. Please. Yeah. yeah. Six three, I'll take it. <laughs> That's no, no, I, I, I want to see two scoring it. I just, you know, yeah, stuff them two scoring it easy. I mean, I know, it's... I know, I've gone for a close score, but I want Natchez score. Yeah, I, I want that yeah. score. I want, I want thirty-five, fifteen. I, I don't want thirty-one, twenty-seven. <laughs> oh, it right, does make the game exciting moment, at the end. I know what you're yeah. saying, Liam. We just want to see good football, like Natchez said. Nine o'clock, decent time for the fighting and faithful UK. Yeah. Game day thread will be as as good as always. I think Neil Watson will be happy. Gareth, you've kind of apologised for Jimmy because I know Neil's really rooting <laughs> for Jimmy this year. So, and um, Martin, I'll have to let us know Lee about the choice of your music, whether it met his approval yeah. or not. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, that that, that was a bit of a a good find. That as soon as I heard, it, I thought, yeah, that sounds like Sam Spence. That 
that, that <laughs> definitely sounds like NFL type music, something you see on NFL films. I was so. waiting for the Bond music because Martin's been very excited about the new Bond movie. So when you said you had some music for Martin, I thought you were going to drop a bit of double. Ah, well, see, <laughs> if I'd done that, we'd have getting done for copyright infringement. So that's oh, why yeah. I couldn't go down that route. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that royalty free? It's all in off now. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe no. not. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it has to be 75 years old. And even then, I'm I'm, I'm not entirely convinced that uh, makes it royalty free either. No. Right, guys, thank you very much for joining me. Thank you. You're welcome. Looking Pleasure. forward Did to the game on uh, Sunday night. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, hopefully it'll be a good one. Right, thanks once again to everyone that listens to the show. Please remember to subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Also, check out our YouTube channel by searching for 49er Faithful UK. Until next time, stay safe and go Niners. Go Niners. Go Niners. Deep in the heart, like Joe Montana in the corner, deep heart. Garrison Hurst, stiff far going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Groovy, Walgreens, Bill Belichick were all students. And Bill Walsh, don't ever forget.